Hey, hey, it's Rachel. It's Alexis. And welcome back to Flourishing in Faith. talking about dating relationships relationships well, pursuing pursuing this is our second pursuit episode <laughs> <laughs> and this has been long anticipated yes everybody's waiting for it everybody's ready for it. i'm ready for it i hope you are excited to hear it as much as i am me to too speak it into you but before we get started how has your week been rachel it's been good. I started a new job. Woo-hoo! And I love it so much. That's so good. It is so crazy because our pastor mm-hmm. preached on a sermon. It was called I'm about to throw my shoe. You yeah. Know that? Mm-hmm. I was there. So, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and he had us write stuff down on a flip flop. And that was what? was on my flip flop. It was? Yes. And it happened so fast. And I'm so grateful because God is so good. She so was like, I need a new job. And then he threw it. In prophecy, and God was like, Psh, "Yep." He's like, "Okay, she wants it. I'll give it that to bad. her." And he just provided for me. I'm so happy. Look at God. How's your week been? It's been great. I finished my semester yesterday. Yay! Yay! So it's my first day of summer. That's so, so cool. it's so much fun. I feel very relieved, very excited. Good. Started vlogging again. So if you don't follow me on um, YouTube, go follow me. Mm-hmm. Um. Sad Lucas and Jesus. So, but yeah, I've been having a, real, a lot of fun. That is so good. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Get, made gained a love for matcha. Oh, it's beautiful green drink. This is what I'm drinking today, by the way. Well, and some more. I drink. I don't have ice more because my ice is melted. But um, I had a ice vanilla ice vanilla a vanilla iced coffee. <laughs> ice vanilla. Uh, <laughs> and it was so good. There's like a little bit left. It's almost gone. Can you but, hear it? Yep, there it is. Yum. So, yum. So that's what we've been doing. But we wanted to really talk about this because we, a lot of people talk about pursuit. And we, we love to talk about pursuit. But pursuing godly relationships is a big, big deal. Yeah, I feel like whether you're single, you're in a relationship, you're engaged, or even if you're married, this can still apply to you. Yeah, and you can still get something out of it. Yeah. Because I, disclaimer, I have never been in a relationship before. Ever. Rachel is in a relationship. <laughs> I am in a relationship. Woo-woo. Woo! Um, but... With Dave Ollard. Yeah, that doesn't really, like... I don't know everything. Yeah, and, like, like we don't know everything. So, yeah, if you, like, not, back check us, please. Yeah. Like, um, if you want to know more, read, read in the Bible, because we're... I mean, that's what we're going to do for you, but, like, at the same time. We're not perfect. Yeah, we're not perfect. We could miscue something or something like that. Yeah, we so. could forget to say something, so... Yeah, just check us. But the we're same just time, here to help you. We're just here to kind of talk about what the word says about it. And yeah. it's so funny because me and Rachel, we were literally so we do our we do all of our um, notes separate and then we come together and we literally went to the same passage, like the same exact verses, the same chapter, the same verses. It's crazy. It's insane. It's so that's crazy. never happened before, has it? I think once maybe we've had like the same verses, but, but never, like, never like the same exact verse. meaning, like what yeah. we're using it for. So it's insane. So Rachel, you want to go ahead and get started? Yes, I do. All right. So we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7, um, and I'm going to go to verse 9. Mm-hmm. So it says, "For I, and this is Paul speaking. Mm-hmm. He wrote this. And it says, For I wish that all men were even as 
I myself, but each one has his own gift from God, one in this manner and another in that. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Mm-hmm. I love, so mine says in verse 8, it says to the unmarried and widows, that I say that it's good to them remain single as I am. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. So basically, if you're wondering, what does he mean, like, as I am, he's single. He was single. And that's exactly what I was going to say after this. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That's insane. So, like Alexa said, Paul was single. Mm-hmm. In my commentary, I read that he could have been married. I read also that before. Oh, my ah! God. <laughs> so, like, Paul is speaking from both sides here. Yeah. So, he's talking to the single besties and the married besties, right? So he's talking to everybody. He's including everybody. He's all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. And, well, not all-inclusive. Well, <laughs> yeah, <not all. laughs> That's okay. So, um, yeah, he was well spoken of both marriage and singleness because he most likely experienced both of them. Mm-hmm. So, cool. what he says, but each one has his own gift, right? Yeah, a gift. So, so that must mean that, that marriage, marriage and singleness, and singleness are, are gifts. <laughs> So, it's true, though. It is. And I feel like we we take one with open arms, and we take one not as easily, right? With closed arms. And it's very clear to tell which one that is. We will take, we'll take a boyfriend, or mm-hmm. if you're a guy listening to this, we'll take a girlfriend. Or you take a spouse. With open arms, like, oh my gosh, of course. Or like, thank you so much, God. Like, yeah. And then when he's like, no, you're going to be in a season of singleness. You're, you're like, like, no, oh. I don't want that gift. Return it. Give me the receipt, and I want to return it, right? I want to get it back. And so I feel like, Something that everybody needs to realize, like, even if you are single or if you're with somebody, the season that you're in is a gift. Mm -hmm. And you need to not take that time for granted. Because in every season, (laughs) there's a lesson. There is. And there's a purpose for wherever you're at. There's a blessing for where you're at, too. God has led you to that place, so you're going to be safe and you're going to be fine because God led you there. Yeah, and it's just so cool because, um, like, how it's a gift and... I feel like before you even become in a relationship, it's important to um, recognize that sing- that your singleness, where you're at, is a gift. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God oftentimes won't um, bring that one person into our lives until we recognize and we fully experience and recognize that that's a gift. Mm-hmm. Because um, then whenever we do receive, if, if we did not you know, recognize that as a gift and we receive what God has, then we might may not cherish the gift of having a boyfriend or girlfriend, the gift of having a relationship as much because we're like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, it's just this was what happened. I didn't cherish it because I didn't cherish the gift of singleness. Mm-hmm. And um, I would I'd also say because, um, like, bef- like, if you're single and you're mm-hmm. in that waiting period of, like, when you're... When God's going to send you somebody. Mm-hmm. I feel like you also sh- not only should be praying for them, but like be p- asking God to prepare you yeah. to like encourage that person because how can you be ready for a relationship if you don't ask for preparation for it? Yes, that's like, a big, big thing. Like you can't go into something 
Like, if me and Alexis just, mm-hmm. like, met up and didn't have anything ready for the podcast, we wouldn't be ready for it, and then it would not be good, and it wouldn't end good, right? And you guys wouldn't get anything out of it. Right. So, it's the same thing with a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you don't ask God to prepare your heart to love this person and to be able to encourage them and pray for them, like, it's just not going to end good. No. It's just not going to go in the right direction, and it's not going to be God-led and God-centered. No, and that's not good. We want it to be God-centered because pursuing a person is a lot. But it's pursuing God in that person. You know what I mean? God first before that person. So that's what right. we're kind of leading into. A relationship with Christ must come first before anything. Not even just a daily relationship, anything. So you can become first. Um, in order to center your to God in your dating relationship, you have to have God first. Right. In order to center God into a relationship because you can't just... Say, I want to center God in a relationship, but if you don't have your own personal relationship, there's there's no, like, evidence to back it up. Right. That you will. Right. So, that point, all of this, all of that to say, mm-hmm. make sure that you're in love with Christ before you fall in love with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like we said before, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, you, how can you have a good relationship with somebody else mm-hmm. if you don't know how to love them. Because we pursuing a, a godly relationship, God is in that. Mm-hmm. And if God isn't in both of you guys, then the God can't be in the middle of it. Right, it's going to be unequally yoked. And then if y'all want to, you know, be led somewhere together, but one of you is not mm-hmm. in communion with Christ, one of you is going to go the right way, the other is going to go the other way, and then mm-hmm. y'all are going to be opposite of each other. Yeah. So how can you be opposite and but together at the same time? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's just really, really interesting because um, I went into verse 9, and it says, If they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, before it's better to, bear, to marry than the burden of passion. I'm not necessarily talking about the last part of the verse, but the first part says that if they, if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. So in pursuing godly dating, self-control has to be a daily practice. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. Because if you're going to be dating somebody, obviously it's not marriage, it's dating. So I'm talking about specifically just dating right now. And there is so much self-control that you have to have, so much God that has to be in it. Because there's going to be temptations, there's going to be times where you guys want to go further, you want to go, you know what I mean, doing these things what other people are doing. But at the same time, if God's in it, we can't do that. We have to have so much self-control. Self-control has to be a daily practice in Mm -hmm. that. So that's what I'm, that's just a big, big thing that I wanted to point out because in pursuing godly dating, we have to be pursuing God and that also the whole, the gifts of the spirit will be pursued as well. Because mm-hmm. not just that gift of dating, it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. So I was going into Galatians 5. Talk and about it. I'm not ta- necessarily talking about the fruits of the spirit. I'm talking about what's after it. And it says, Who's, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So we have to crucify the, the desires of our flesh um, daily, especially and personally. Like if you're the guy or if you're the girl, personally, uh, this is not necessarily together. Um, this is your own personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Um just denying ourselves daily can really help um, in their pursuit of dating a person. That's right. Because that can help, you know, denying us, denying our temptations, denying our um, 
discontentment or our feelings towards different things. Mm -hmm. Because we're not always going to feel like dating somebody. Mm -mm. They may get on our nerves. Also, if you're married, (laughs) you may not always feel like saying, like, marrying your husband. Or, like, meaning, like, oh, my gosh, I may not feel like kissing my husband in the morning. Like, I may not feel like doing that. Mm -hmm. But if we deny our flesh and we go by the Spirit, there's so much, like, a whole, like, mind shift that happens every day. Mm Mm-hmm. That can change. So I just really encourage you to get guys to ponder on that. That was actually, in, I don't know if I ever said the verses. It was um, Galatians 5, 24 through 26. But it's just so important to when pursuing godly daily self-control. Um, when, when he said, when Paul said, um, it is good for them if they remain even as I am, he wasn't necessarily saying that marriage or being unmarried was less spiritual than being married mm-hmm. because if you're not if you're single that means you're just with god that doesn't mean you're yeah. alone yeah so you're not alone no so if you're single and people are like oh my gosh when are you gonna get a boyfriend like at family functions you know mm-hmm. how sometimes they're just like like the yeah, old the ladies <laughs> like literally like, every time i go to florida because i have like a big family i go to florida they're like do you have a boyfriend i'm like no my sister does i feel like another thing is peer pressure oh my gosh like everybody like all your friends maybe they're yeah. like in a relationship or something like don't don't feel pressured yeah because if something is supposed to happen god's gonna make it happen mm-hmm. first-hand experience <laughs> literally <laughs> because you know me having a relationship didn't come overnight like no. it didn't just happen that way it took time and like it took y'all a year of being friends. Yeah, we were, we started out friends, and then we got close as best friends, and God, um, God really took his time for both of us, me and David both, to grow not only, uh, together in, like, a friendship, but also, as individuals in our relationship with Christ, and so, after, you know, we were growing in Christ, and, like, I see a difference in both of us, Mm -hmm. together and separately, from, like, six months ago. And that's yeah. crazy because we've grown so much. And once you let God, you know, take control of something and you don't force it mm-hmm. to happen in your time, it's better for God to take control than for you. Because I wouldn't have it done any other way. Mm-hmm. Because I look back now and see that neither of us were ready. You know, we thought we were and we wanted it to happen so bad. But, like, we just had to let that cliche saying, let go and let God. But it's you so know? true. It is true. And because God's time is better than any of our time mm-hmm. like any of our plans like god is god's plan is so much better and i'm so glad that it happened the way it did yeah because now we know what to turn to and we know how to like solve any arguments or like issues that we have or questions and things like things we want to talk about let me know how god works you yeah relationship with jesus first yeah patience 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 is the mm. theme of any kind of relationship it really i is. think because that was the theme for me i feel like it's so many other people's mm-hmm like themes and I know that it's hard it's really hard being patient and seeing something like right in front of you you want to be with them so bad Mm -hmm. but you just don't know when's God when God's going to do it but the best thing for you to do is wait and I know that's so Mm -hmm. frustrating to hear because that's all that people in the the Christian community say is just wait on the perfect person and they make it seem so much easier than it really is but it isn't it's really not easy. And it's easy. a daily thing of sacrificing what our flesh wants. It is. And, and that's why I feel like I brought up Galatians 5 because even, not even in the this, this sex, this sex spectrum of like self-control, it's also in, you know, patience. It's also in waiting. 
Mm-hmm. It's in a lot of things, um, but when you're, when you're single, it's in patience and waiting. When you're in dating, it's in self-control. Also, in your marriage, it's self-control. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of things that we have to be patient and be careful about what we let in and what we allow to rule our life as, as individuals before even getting into a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think another thing that I want to say, too, is when I was talking about, you know, asking God to prepare you, Mm -hmm. um, also be praying to ask God to prepare that person so that they can love you right. Mm -hmm. Because if they're not good with God, they're not going to be able to treat you with the respect and the love that you deserve. And you need to. Like, for all the ladies, the lady besties, Mm -hmm. you need to be praying for a guy that will love you like Christ loves the church. Mm -hmm. Because if if you're going to be... If we are going to be, if, no, sorry. Yeah. If you're eventually going to be the bride of said guy, he needs to love you like Christ will love his bride. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, that is super important. If you don't pray for anything else, pray for that, and that will take care of everything. Yeah, not necessarily have to be, like, writing in your prayer journal. I hope this guy is tall and handsome. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be it that way. It doesn't have to be that way. Because but God pays I feel like that, kind of, details, that kind of discourages me in a way. Really, I'm kind. It kind of makes me like, okay, I don't want to be very specific, cause I'm, cause then, or honestly, even praying for my future spouse just really discouraged me, cause like, if I, what if it never happens? And then, like, well, right, you know but, what I mean? But at know, the same time, praying also, for them to to prepare their hearts a better way to look at it. That brings a good point that mm-hmm. I forgot to say, but this might sound a little sad for some of you, but not everybody is promised a spouse. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is promised a husband or a wife or a girlfriend. Yeah. And some people are called to have a single life. And I know many people that are. If Eddie you James. feel if you feel like God has called you to that, then just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job and I'm proud of you. We're proud of you. We're so proud of you. Also, um, find the church community because this is really, really important. Um, if you're in that season of singleness. Yeah. If you're if yeah. you're called to that single lifestyle, um, find your own little group of friends and know that you're surrounded by people who want to see you succeed. And it doesn't have to be in a romantic way for it to work. True. Also, we love you. We love you so much. We and see if y'all. you need anybody to talk to about anything, we're here. We can you can DM the podcast Instagram, or and us. one of us will answer you. Or you can do one of our main accounts. We love you. We love you so much. We'll see you all next week. Have a great week. Yes. We love you. We love you. Bye. By the way, this last part of the podcast was is in the coffee shop because the ending of our podcast cut off. Yuck. It literally cut off. How rude. How rude.